Michael Beatty, the St. George captain, brings the Dragons out now. They've won eight of their last nine. And this is the team most fancied to play Brisbane in the grand final. Tremendous performance in 1992 under the coaching of Brian Smith. Veteran of uh, many St. George battles, Michael Beatty. Let's have a look at the full list now for you. The St. George side. Ivan Henjak there. Joined up with St. George again from Western Suburbs this year. Scott Goulet won his green and gold uh, jumper against Papua New Guinea last year. And now Illawarra comes out for their biggest occasion in rugby league, their first semi-final. Some people say that it can't be done. But a Cinderella story could easily unfold in 1992. Both the Steelers and the Knights are there. Proud to be there and entitled. Let's have a look at that Dragons card now. Potter at fullback, Walford and Hare on the wings, Coyne and Beatty the centres. Then it's Peter Coyne at 5'8 and Ivan Henjak at half. Mackay, Goulet, Barnhill, McVean, Priddle and Collins make up the forwards. Bill Dunn just adjusting the headgear as we look at their side. Riolo at the back, Wishart, McIndoe, the wings, Rodwell, McGregor, formidable in the centres. Simon Neal, the halves, then Cross, Pincinelli, Dunn, Teachel, Waddell and Schifoletti. Referee for the match is Graham Annesley. With Illawarra in the red jumpers, running from right to left. Kickoff time to the semi-finals. John Simon, who had a taste of origin football at this stadium this year, kicks off. <laughs> Barnhill it is, the first St George player to get a touch of the ball. Good everyone, welcome to episode 205 of Not The Footy Show, I'm Warwick Nicholson, and you can see him if you're on YouTube, he is looking resplendent this evening. Mm. Mr. Rob mm. Cox, welcome. G'day mate, how are you going? I'm very, very well. In isolation, That's mate, I, staying as far away from you as possible. Um, yep, and me, it's working and me as well, I'm, I'm staying away from, from you for however long I can. Although, looking into the background of where you are, it does look like you're at like the Arctic Circle or something like that. There is just snow-capped mountains behind you. It's very, very bright. No, this is uh, this is my office actually, mate. Believe it or not, and it's not a and the walls aren't actually white; they're baby blue. Oh, look at this. He's just he's pulling out all the stops today, people, because not only are we bringing you a very special start to a series here on the Footy Show, which is we we call it the best list, the best of uh, basically rugby league teams, players, idiosyncrasies since 1982. We're also debuting a brand new sound system that Cocksmith has picked up, especially for not the footy show. I know it's that's the only reason he got it. And mate, you are you are on the on the on the tools, they say, mate. You are pl pressing buttons. That's what your job now has become. Yeah, yeah, like a DJ, mate, just mixing mixing away. DJ Cocksmith, you know, cutting beats, dropping beats, dropping all sorts of stuff in here, mate. It's good. Yeah, very, very good. Okay, so what we're going to do, we've, we've had a little bit of a conversation today and we realise in the current environment where there is no rugby league, 
We're going to try and fill a little bit of your day uh, with 20 to 30 minute podcasts that look back at some of the great teams that have been around uh, and we're going to form teams as a result. So to kick off uh, the episode 205 tonight, we are going to look at the St. George Dragons, the Illawarra Steelers, and then a combined St. George Illawarra Dragons team because Cocksmith didn't want to follow instructions. (laughs) <laughs> to end up with the best group of players that have played for all three franchises or teams that are part of the single franchise, I guess now, uh, up until basically this season. So 82, which is the start of the Winfield Cup, that's going to be our starting point and all the way through to now. The reason we're picking that date is that, not that I remember 82, but I was alive back then. Um, we probably don't really remember till probably 84, 85 is probably the more realistic option but we're going to go from 82 onwards and pay deference to the players that deserve to be in what are effectively top 13. So in each position, and when we get to a stalemate, obviously we'll end up with some bench players. But that's the idea. We're going to do our best to try and keep these relatively short, although Cocksmith has chosen the three-in-one, the Holy Trinity Rugby League, uh, the St. George Royal, yeah, I can't even say their name. I like the Illawarra Steelers. I was always a big fan of the Steelers. Everyone knows that I'm a Raiders fan, uh, first and foremost, but... Steelers came in at the same time as the Raiders, and I had always a soft spot. I thought they had the, not the best jersey or the best logo, but pretty, it was in the, always in the conversation on both fronts, uh, the Steelers mm. uh, stuff. And the Dragons, classic, classic logo, classic jersey, mate. But we're going to talk teams. We're going to start with, I guess, more so the Dragons, then into the Steelers, and then into the combined team. But I did have to get a little check-up on you, mate. Um, not only have you ended up with a new piece of kit, but what's your week been like, mate? How have you survived without the rugby league? The rugby league. Well, mate, as you know, I've um, been in isolation. I've been out once since Monday. I had to go to Bunnings and pick up some chlorine. By the way, my pool is resplendent now. Is that a word? It is a word. I don't know. Uh, It was green. My pool was a a pretty nasty shade of green. Mm. Um, And I loaded it up with acid and then... um, uh, then you added the chlorine. Chlor- yep. Add the chlorine, mate. So it's looking great now. Um, that's the only thing I've done all week. Um, played a bit of guitar. Um, worried, not worried. Just wondered what I'm going to do for a living after all this. Um, as everyone else has been sitting around and counting whatever money they're not getting and all that kind of crap, um, mm. which is quite morbid. But hey, uh, it's got to be done, mate. Um, what about you? I, I mean. You, you you tend to go off the radar. I'll, I'll give you a call at random times and you're not answering. Um, the word on the street is that you have um, you've started doing what the, the Spaniards are doing and that's not catching COVID-19, but actually having a little afternoon nap. Oh, mate. Afternoon. Arvo siesta, as I said, I had this afternoon, two and a half hours. It mm. was glorious. And then I got up, got mm. up and I'm ready to just get into these Illawarra Dragon Steeler somethings. Um, so now before we get it, before yes. we get into it, though, was yes, we, we we discussed this on the phone via text message, and you know it was quite a little bit ambiguous for me because I didn't pick three teams. I've picked one team, and mm. I didn't pick thirteen. I've picked nineteen because yes. I like an extended bench. You do, you know. I'm like I'm like Brian Smith or the Auckland Warriors in '95 when they. Just pick 18, 20, 25, whatever. Um, but um, let's, why don't we work through, uh, you know, your thinking in this. I know that you wanted to name a Steelers team and a Dragons team and have them stand alone on their own from 82 to 98. I argued that point down mm. and I wanted to do 82 till 
the end of last year because this year hasn't even really begun yet. Um, now, we obviously agreed to disagree a little bit on this because what the people are going to get is yeah. they're going to get a triple-barreled. Uh, well, I want um, yeah, I wanted to do individual podcasts of Dragons Steelers and then come back and conglomerate mm. into mm. adding all the drag the St George Laura players since '99. Because three yep. times the content equals three times the listeners. That's that's where the mentality was from my end. Uh, yeah, we bore them to death, though. Saints are, Saints are garbage. <laughs> Wait, that's the only reason honest. people won... are listening is because people love the Saints. They love to hate <laughs> the Saints. Won... They've won one premiership in that 82 to 2019 period. But it's and... still one. It could be none. It could be, yeah. if they were the Warriors or the Titans. Dropping drop knowledge, mate. Oh, did you, you didn't even go to Rave League Project for that, did you? Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. By the way, uh, to all the, the loyal listeners out there, was before we started rolling on this podcast. Right. Look at his eyes. His eyes are going up and down like a poker machine, <laughs> and he's looking at the Rugby League Project, trying to pick his team because he. Couldn't oh, I, was, remember. I was filling in the gaps. Oh, That's the best way I can there. describe it. Mm. So after know, the break, on. we will kick off our look at the St George Dragons, the Illawarra Steelers. And then the combined team from 82 to 19. Here are Not The Footy Show episode 205. Stick around if you kind of like. Not The Footy Show. 5.37.30 for Sydney viewers. There's the siren. The Steelers on their maiden voyage in semi-final football have won the day. 18 points to 16. Illawarra defeating St George in front of a crowd of 28,500. Okay, it's episode 204. That'd be 205, genius. Over there, isolating from myself, Warwick Nicholson. The Illawarra Steelers, buddy, they came into the competition in 1982 with the Canberra Raiders, and they got a bit of a baptism of fire in their, in their first few years. They did happen to uh, make one semi-final series. Uh, well, well, technically two if you count ARL in 97. But they uh, they made one real run at the title in 92. And yep, as, we, as we pick their best 13, uh, I imagine a lot of the players will come from that team. Hmm, maybe. <laughs> no, you, you're <laughs> Sorry, make... I'm talking about my, my, my combined team. Yeah, there's a couple, but uh, all right, let's go. Look, why, don't, why don't we go through their best 13, mate? Because I'm sure you're going to come up with some names that I do not remember. Um, and you've been longing to say these names for a number of years now. I have. And uh, so why don't we just get stuck straight into it? Stuck um, straight into so... it. Fullback, mate. Fullback is where we start. And yeah. The friends at Rugby League Project, they've set the website up beautifully, so I can just click a button. All the fullbacks that have ever played for the Steelers are sitting there in a list. It's called yep. preparation, mate. You should learn to appreciate it. Anyway, the player that is most likely to end up uh, as the fullback for the Steelers in their best team since 82 is David Riolo, now a player agent, if I am not mistaken, Cocksmith. Do you remember Correct. anything about David Riolo? Yeah, my wife dated him. I've told you this before. You're bringing up this guy's name. Uh, yes, Riolo. She dated him when she was in university. So should we just get she rid of you for the next five minutes and, and bring in your lovely wife to talk about David no. Riolo? no. Don't want to hear about it before my time. Uh, he was a good player. I remember that. I do remember him being you know, quite small in stature, quite brave. A um, little bit, you know, maybe on a on a diff- slightly different level, but a similar stature to Minicello. Mm. 
Uh, not very big, but um, quite zippy. quite nippy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good player. He was. Yeah, so he player, gets in right? there. There are other options. Uh, people do forget that Luke Patton actually debuted for the Steelers way back when. The other players that were really in contention, uh, John Dorohy, who probably the old uh, people old people will say he should be in there at fullback. I just don't remember enough of him to, to say categorically he should be there. Heard of oh, I, real I don't think Dorohy. I don't think Dorohy's best years, mate. I mean, obviously. Wes were his were his best years, so uh, yeah, he'd probably be a little bit out of place in a in a all time Steelers jersey. And there's another player that I don't really I remember. The, I think I remember his footy card, and that's about it. Steve Larder. Does that name ring any bells? Sorry. So no, late eighties, and he played forty six games, uh, kicked forty goals, really? fifteen tries. Yeah, I don't remember him, but uh, the other two that yep. people may remember are uh, um, Brendan Reeves and Brendan O'Meara. But as far as I'm concerned, it is David Riolo's number one jersey to lose. But then yep. we get to, I think, is the, the golden quartet of Steelers. Okay. Now, we mm-hmm. start in the wing. Who, who jumps out to you when we think of uh, Steel, Steelers wingers? Oh, well, I think their best winger was Rod Wishart. Yeah, I, can't I think their best that. winger was was Rod Wishart. Um, obviously, there was Brian Hetherington as well, and it was more of a centre. Alan Mac, Alan Alan McIndoe, did he play? Well, Alan McIndoe is for mine. He, him, and Wishart are my two selections here. Uh, McIndoe had a game where I think he scored four or five tries in one match. I just double checked that as we mm. go, but um, he he was a pretty handy winger. He played, he, played five, he scored five tries in a match against the Gold Coast in nineteen ninety one. He also played for Queensland. He was a pretty handy pickup for them because they got him from the Panthers just after the first premiership, uh, the first grand final the Panthers played in, and McIndoe yep. ended up uh, scoring sixty four tries in one hundred and twenty four games. Not bad, but not quite as good as Rocket Rod. Sixty six mm. tries, three hundred and sixty six goals, and he was yeah, could kick. What is amazing about Wishart for a lot of just rugby league fans is they don't remember him as a stealer. They remember him more as a New South Wales winger. He was <laughs> in that New South Wales team for yeah. about eight straight years, and the Australian yeah. team. Yeah, no, could, could really, really good player. I know his his son's coming through at the moment, isn't he? His, Kai, his is younger it? son. Like not, I can't remember. I'm not sure, but he's not. I don't think he's a winger though. I think he's a centre five eight. Yeah, uh, kind of there is but, a name on this list before we get to the other contenders that I think he did come up in our conversation today. Paul Carriage yep. played on the wing for the Steelers, <laughs> mate. Uh, he played. Mm. Uh, he's got one try on the wing. He played twelve games. Paul Carriage. Everyone remembers him from that. Glorious uh, preliminary final in 1998, but I'm sure he'll come up when we get to Parramatta. Any other wingers come to mind? Can I just just say something about Paul Carriage? And we'll we'll go deeper when we do get to Parramatta in a couple of podcasts' time. But that that 20 minutes of football that he had in that... um, that uh, semi-final series... uh, Sorry, grand final qualifier, was the worst minutes of rugby league that I've ever seen an NRL player play. Crap. Absolute crap, Paul. There is Hang a go- your head, brother. There's a golden moment where Sterlo forgets that he's commentating as a, a yes. objective person. <laughs> and he kicks yeah. the ball after the, the attempted field goal. And you yep. just hear Sterlo go, oh. oh. Yeah, yeah. Sterlo was, <laughs> was like he was sitting in the grandstand. Oh, it was he fantastic. was pulling his hair out. That's what happened to Sterlo's hair. Look, there, I don't think there's any other standout uh, contenders for the wing. There's Philly Serra. Remember him? No. No. Uh, Keith Beauchamp. 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 Don't know. Jason Don't know. Moon. Wayne Clifford. Uh, I've heard that. Uh, not the name. David no, Moon, though. No. There's a whole bunch of moons. 
Yeah. Uh, Nigel Roy and Jody Rudd actually debuted for the Steelers, but ended up trying to make a bit more of a fist of it North. But there's mm. not really, apart from one other name that I just got to mention, Martin Ebb, the great Ebbs. <laughs> you know, they, they, they need more love from the Steelers. But let's get to the centers, mm. mate. I think it's pretty obvious that the two guys we are looking at are Wishart and McIndoe. We go into the centers, mate, and you mentioned Brian Hetherington before. He actually has the most games for the Steelers um, in the centers. I was never a huge fan. I only saw the back end of his career, but there's two players. You know what I, you know what I remember him from? Mm. Sorry to interrupt. I remember him from a uh, from a uh, Origin game once when he dropped the ball in the in the in goals, and he was playing on the wing that day because I remember he had a five or a two on his back. He wasn't playing in the centres when that happened. That would have been uh, so. Yeah, that have been uh, in '86. Thank you, yeah. early project. The Another two players that come moment. to mind for me in the centres for the Steelers it's it's Paul McGregor and it's Brett Rodwell. I don't think there's yeah. another player that, that... I don't think Heather oh, is in that conversation. There is. Girdler was there. But, Girdler but only Girdler... played a few games, mate. How many games I do you know. think... How many games do you think he played in the centres for the Steelers? 30. No. How many? Played 14 20. games in the centres really? I... for the Steelers. I do remember him, though, so I, I must have been watching a bit of football. He played two then, seasons, mate. 90, he only, he debuted in 91, played one game, and 92. then... He played a full year in 92. Yeah. Ended up playing 22 matches, uh, but a lot of them on the wing. Right. Okay. Most of the games in the centre, yeah. but a lot of games on the wing. So that, I can't I can't put him into that that conversation ahead of the likes of Brett Rodwell and McGregor, who both were yeah. basically New South Wales and or, you know, in the contention. Rodwell was always in that sort of third or fourth centre option yeah. after McGregor and, Give, and co. Given that... Given that Girdler played his best football uh, at Penrith rather than at the Steelers, uh, but I, I will say, in my opinion, Girdler was a better centre than both of those blokes. Yep. And Ultimately. I, I, I can't have Mahdega McGregor. I thought McGregor was an outstanding footy player. Um, actually, John Doherty yeah. played a lot of games in the centres for the Steelers. Yep. The other player that yep. is interesting that is on this list is Sean Timmons. Now, he obviously mm-hmm. played the most of his career for... Uh, St. George of the Warra, but he played 65 games in the centres for the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other names that I want to throw out here. Max Mannix <laughs> played yeah, for the Steelers brother. in the centres. Yeah. Uh, Graham Bradley played a season for the Steelers. The Penguin. I, I did not remember that. In 1987, mm. he played a full year for the Steelers. Yeah, I didn't know that. And the other name that, that needs to get mentioned, are you ready for it? Go. Andrew Pauls, remember Andrew Pauls? I do remember that name, but I, I couldn't, I wouldn't know him if he if I fell over him. He had seven think. games for the Steelers. I just like his name. I don't know why. Just Andrew. Andrew just, Paul, it, you're like a you're like a double Christian name, do you? Mate, it's just it's like um, Barry John Mather. I just like saying it, Andrew Pauls. Okay, it's up there. It's good. Okay. Um, although enough. Terry Westblade's pretty good as well. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we'll go to the five eights. So, so far, we have Riolo, Wishart, McGregor, McIndoe. 5'8", I think it's pretty obvious. Who is it? It's a standout. It's Barrett. It is Barrett. People sort As... of might think that he didn't play enough games for the Steelers, but he still played 30, uh, well, 30-odd 30 games, I think 40 games almost for the Steelers. Uh, he was their best 5'8". He was their best 5'8". Even with only 30 games. He gets in there. Now, the only other player that came to mind, and you mentioned him when we were on the phone before, is Dale Fritz. Yeah. He wasn't a bad footy yeah. player for a while there. He was good. He he was very much in the mould of, of Peter Coyne from, from the Dragons. 
He was, you know, a very defensive player with a bit of bit of attacking flair, uh, but not, you know, not um, nowhere nowhere near Barrett's um, caliber of a football player, mate. So, um, yeah, but Baz could have only played ten games and he'd still be their best five eight. Yeah, it's not not too hard. And the halfback, I think, mm. is another standout. I want to give it to Perry Haddock. I want to give it to Glenn Eyre. You're not going to though. But I'm going to give it to give a it guy to called John, John Simon, who was a. Yeah. Who who I wish had never gone to East. I still reckon that was. But he but he went on to make Aussie home loans. So I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> not the same guy. Well. Mate. Just just to oh, be clear, it? everyone, not the same fella. Uh, John Simon played Origin. Uh, he replaced Ricky Stewart he when Stewart was injured. He looked like he could have been almost anything, and he went to the East and Parramatta and ended up sort of not ever kicking on as a player. Uh, Greg yeah. Mackey. I don't remember Greg Mackey. Does Greg Mackey? Uh, well, I probably remember his name in uh, in a big league program, but I don't. Again, he's another one that I could fall over and not know. And there's another name that I got to bring up because he had it was a very short stint with the Steelers. He was an Englishman. Do you remember who? Remember who I'm talking about? Andy Gregory. Andy Gregory. He only played nine first grade games. I think plus Panasonic Cup when they made the the GF. I think it was in '89. But he is yeah. when I think of the Steelers, he's just one of those players that immediately comes to mind. Is Andy Gregory, and he played a handful of games for the Steelers. The forward yeah, I, pack. I kind mate. of always forget him that he played there. Here, going yeah, forward, forward, pack. forward packs. Where are we tough. going from? We're going from the lock, or we going straight into the front? Would row? you like to go lock? Yeah, let's let's go from the back of the scrum, mate. Okay, I think there's one strong candidate here, and there's only one. Ian Russell. There's only one, but it, but it, this this bloke you're about to mention also featured very heavily for St George. I know who you're going to say. See, it's Ian Russell. It's not it's not Brad McKay. Brad McKay only played a handful of games you're for Lawara, mate. This guy's off his head, folks. Sorry. He only played 22 games for the Steelers. Still, still the best, mate. Ian and, Russell. And look, Ian Russell's the best lock forward for the Steelers. Not a chance. Not a chance. Brad Mackay's your man. And and if Brad Mackay, uh, if you're not going to pick him, you've got to pick Bob Lindner, even though Bob only played three games. But, you know, both are infinitely better than Mr. Russell. Sorry, Russ. <laughs> How many games do you reckon Lindner played for him? I don't know. Probably less than 10. He would have been on top dollar too. He played oh, 20. Bob could sniff he out a dollar. He's last, his last year in the New South Wales Rugby League, 93, he played. Um, he had a poor old habit. Uh, Bobby Lidner, he joined clubs. What finding money? <laughs> well, he, he found money. There's no worry about that. But he, he found he, plenty. He joined clubs, and they'd go on to have like their worst year after a really good year. So he joined Parramatta yeah. from the Brisbane competition in '87, just after they won the premiership, to replace yeah. Ray Price, and they yeah. had a horrible year. Then he joined the Gold Coast in their second year. Yeah, yeah not a good decision. He went to West, and he probably had his most success at West for three seasons. Yes. Then Illawarra make the um, prelim final in '92. He goes to Illawarra. And they missed the finals in '93. Poor old Bobby Lidner. Too uh, bad. He still got paid. But he Thanks was a very, very good player. So I've got Ian Russell. You've gone with Brad McKay. Second yep. rowers, mate. I think there's two standout candidates here. I want to hear yours look, first. Well, see, I, I'm, I'm not look. I'm looking at my, my, my big team here. Mm. I'm not looking at um, the Minnow team. But uh, look, I would, I would say off the top of my head. Neil Neil Piccinelli. Absolutely. He's a lock he's locked in. He's, he's certain second rower, yep. Yeah. Uh and the other second rower, geez, I'm I'm actually drawing a blank. I don't have rugby league project in front of me, but um Sorry. No. Go on. Go on, cheater. Uh John Cross for mine ends up. Oh John Cross, yes. Being the other second yep. rower. Uh, he went on to Penrith, didn't he? He did. 
But he was uh, still great with Illawarra. Yeah. He was. It's not really another standout candidate. Mackay played some games in the second row. Um, so you could argue that he could come in. He actually played more games in the second row than he did lock for the Steelers. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he, he probably comes into more consideration then. Michael Carberry, Rod Henniker, Les Morrissey, Paul Upfield. Look at you. You're dropping names everywhere, mate. mate. Pick them up and put them back in your pocket. But I'd forgotten that Rod Reddy ended up at the Steelers. Rocket. Yeah. Rocket the, could sniff out a dollar too, just at the, quietly. At the back end of his career. Um mm. But yeah, and Lidner obviously uh, in the conversation there as well. So that back row what's, is really a Pinchinelli and John Cross. What's Rocket Rod better known for? Uh, being a great St. George, you know, a St. George great or telling Robbie Farrah he was going to play reserve grade? I actually reckon it's being coach of uh, Adelaide Rams. Yeah, weren't they achievers? <clears throat> <laughs> they should still be in the competition. Anyway, go to the front row, mate. Yes, one bloke ready to just, go when you are. There's one bloke that comes in to this team. Yep, yep. And he was a former I know who it is. Darren Fritz. Big D Fritz and not Dale. Not Dale, Darren. He was... Not related. Are they related? That's a good question. Yeah. I Damn right, it's a good question. I tried to find the answer this afternoon on the, on the internet and I couldn't. Uh, but Darren Fritz... But let's just call them brothers just for fun. He, Darren he and his again, brother Dale. He again should have... Stuck at Illawarra. He ended up taking the money at North and didn't mm. really do a whole lot. He played uh, only played three seasons at Illawarra, but they yep. were pretty strong seasons, uh, I thought, and he's, a, he's one pick. Now, the other front rower, can you think of a front rower? I mean, there's a couple of worthy considerations, and I'll chuck them out there. Bill Dunn, probably the most famous number 40 that I can ever think of in rugby league. He was never actually starting. He was always wearing... Don't remember Bill Dunn. Oh, you nah. call yourself an expert. Cavill Hugh. Peter Johnson. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Peter yes, Johnson. Cavill Hugh. Cavill uh, Hugh. Steve Waddell. Almost like Cavill Avenue. Craig that joke from a couple of weeks ago. Andrew yep. Hart. Brett Andrew Goldspick. Hart. And Andrew Hart actually went on and played with South and St. George. Um, um, Scott um, Cram. Not yeah. Scott Cam. Not the bloke that's on the block. Not the carpenter. Yeah. That's one. And the other one I've got to put in there. Uh, there's two Walsh brothers, there's Craig and David. Uh, but the guy that I think I pick as the other front rower is Craig Smith. Yep, Craig Smith, uh, international. Uh, also famously, allegedly uh, knocked out um, Anthony Mundine at a training session one day. And I, I am remiss if I don't mention one more player. He only played 10 games for him, but uh, Martin Masala, the Tongan Torpedo. Marty Masala. There's a name. Anthony yeah, I Bonus. I like Marty Masala. Anthony Bonus. That's one more. Now, hooker. How old is, how old is Martin Masala? Jeez, I, I, I still remember him playing only a few years ago. No, he was done by mid-late 90s, I thought. There's another Masala then, isn't there? Uh, his last season uh, in the NRL, New South Wales Rugby League was, well, ARL was 996. And he... Well, who's the other Masala that played for, for West Tigers? There's another Masala. No, there is. No, Martin Masala. Yeah, but isn't there another Masala that played for West Tigers no. a couple of years ago? Tongan Torpedo. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Hooker. Oh, John Fafita. Sorry. <laughs> Hooker. That's St. George. Now, Michael Bolt yep. has the most games for the Steelers in total. Uh, but can't take him, mate. It's not him. You've got to take the Italian. No, nah, the Italian stallion, Dean Schifoletti. Yeah, the Italian twins, Schifoletti in, in nine and Pichinelli, and Pichinelli in 11. Yeah. 
So that gives Wonderful you a team G-Lo. that was was a pretty handy rugby league side if you put it on the park. Dave Riolo, Rod yeah. Wishart, Brett Rodwell, Paul McGregor, Alan McIndoe, Trent Barrett, uh, John Simon, uh, Craig Smith, Dean Schifoletti, Darren Fritz, Neil Pincinelli, uh, John Cross slash Brad Mackay. I'll, I'll give you Mackay. And Ian Russell. I can't give up Ian Russell though. Ian Russell. Look, there, there, there is a name. Guy. There's another name. There's another name in there that we didn't mention. And we've got to give a couple of honourable mentions. You know, Craig Fitzgibbon, I mean, I know he didn't play many games. I looked it up before we came on air. He didn't play enough. He just didn't he play He debuted enough. with them, though. So you've got to give take your, your hat off. I'll tell you what, the Illawarra has produced a lot of fine players, mate. Whether they played for Illawarra Steelers or not is neither here nor there to a degree. Because, but, you know, Steve Roach came from the area. Bob Fulton came he from came the area. area. Well, there's a lot so, of players that we'll get to as we go into the St. George Illawarra group that, sure. that could have been great Steelers. And they were at the right yep. age where... If, Illawarra had stuck around for a while. They would have yep. been the, the sort of core of that team. So that's a pretty mm. good Illawarra Steelers team, mate. But we've got to get to your your boys. Well, let's. Get, did you go through them? Did you, you've already said them all. I've did said you, them all. We I didn't think name a, pretty, a bench, did we? It's a, no, we a I think we'll. Get oh, we to don't the, need it. We'll okay. do the bench when we do the combined teams. Not the show. There's the team for St George. Quite a while for Coin Heron Smith, Goldthorpe, Brittle, Colin Stevens, Barnhill, Goulet, McCoy. Brian Smith, the coach, has done a great job. Yeah. St. George Dragons, mate. How many grand finals did you make from 82 to 94? Uh, 82 to 94. Geez, there was three, I believe. There was 85. Was it 84? You get made 84. four. You made four. Oh, did we? Okay, so there was 85, 92, and... No, sorry, 93 and 94. No, 92, 93. 92, 93. And 2010. 96. Was there another? 96. Who was it against? Manly. St. George Dragons made four grand finals between 82 and 99, or 98. Then they made the 99 grand final as St. George Loire, and then obviously 2010. But you came up with goose eggs in that... uh, in those four grand finals, but you produced a pretty handy group of rugby league players, mate. Yeah. Who comes in at fullback for you in the Dragons team from 82 to 98? Look, there, there were a few, you know, there were, there, there were a few that were, you know, lurking around there, but I, I really can't go past Mick Potter. Yeah, I'm with you. I think Mick Potter was, uh, you know, one of the best, um, I mean, look, he had two phases to his career, didn't he? I mean, he, he uh, I think he debuted with the Bulldogs and played very well with them. He did. And then, um, and then uh, went on to be, a, a, you know, a Dragons uh, stalwart and favourite son. So, yeah, for mine, it's got to be Mick Potter. Um, when, did, when did Patton um, debut? Patton was late 90s. Um, okay. And he debuted with Illawarra, as I mentioned Illawarra. before. And then he, then he went to St. George Illawarra. Saints. So. Uh, not yeah, enough yeah. Uh, games. Uh, interestingly, Brian Johnson. I'm I'm pulling up the stats yeah. now. He he played mm. a lot of games at fullback for the. He did. For St George. Yeah, he, he, I, I doesn't. He was another one that I thought of, but I, I still think Mick Potter played in those big games. I mean, admittedly, they didn't get they didn't get the 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 dub for those, but he he played in the big games and. Um, uh, he was he was as safe as a bank and a pretty darn good attacker as well. And I loved it when he you know when they all started wearing the torpedoes. My favourite era. Of that George. was fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, we'll get to the we'll get to the king of the torpedoes in a second. Uh, two other players that deserve some 
mention is Rod Maybon, who they picked up from Souths. Uh, yep. And also Dean Raper was uh, there in the 96 team that made the grand mm. final. Uh, mm. But Michael Potter is clearly the number one option for number one. Wingers, buddy, uh, we will get to the great one in a second. Yeah, I know who you want to talk about. You mentioned his name once on a text message this week and you were <laughs> lamenting that if we name an all, all-star team that he won't get in. He and you're correct, in. he won't he, get in. He won't get a mention, but... Uh, I start with two players that I think are going to be hard to beat. Uh, Ricky Walford, who was a joy to watch play rugby league. Played for a few other yeah. teams, actually, people forget. He wasn't just a, um, a dragon. And mm. Slippery Morris. Now, I never saw the best of Slippery Morris. You may have seen a bit more of him at his best than I did. But they're the two yeah. that, that stand out as far as I'm concerned for wingers. For yeah, the, the, fa- the, the father of the twins, um, uh, uh, Josh and Brett. Uh, we started as a halfback, actually. Mm. Um, played halfback uh, for a couple of years and then got jammed out on the wing. I don't know too many other players that that's happened to, to be honest. I mean, who starts at halfback as a playmaker and then ends up on the wing? <laughs> Someone that failed at halfback, I'd yeah, suggest. I would, I would um, argue you very strongly that that's right. <laughs> because he wasn't very big either. Look, the, the, the Morris twins are quite big. You mm. know, I mean, they're six foot two, six one, six two you know, borderline 100 kilos. Um, Steve was the antithesis of that. He was, you know, five foot nine and probably 80 kilos ring and wet, yeah. um, you know, on a, on a wet Jubilee Oval. Uh, but look, yeah, I, I wouldn't have a problem with your, your era, your 82 to 98 era in having uh, Slippery and, and uh, Ricky Walford as the wingers. I'm happy with that. Yeah, Rick, Ricky just a little happy. bit underappreciated. He scored a lot of points there for a while. Um, Kick goal kicker. Yeah, he was a toe poker. I mean, if you're scoring points as a toe poker, full credit to you. Uh, well, Mal Meninga did the same, mate. Big uh, time toe poker. Loves a toe poke. Gary Belcher, everyone forgets, was a kicker and he toe poked. Uh, a couple of players that I want to throw out there as honourable mentions. Yeah. Uh, he only played a few years for him, but Mark Bell had an impact at the uh, Dragons. Yeah. He played for the Raiders as well. And he yes. got, got them to the grand final in 1996. Uh, Adrian Brunker, the Brunk, <laughs> who was a big yeah. big money signing from the Gold Coast Seagulls. Yeah. Hey, I don't waste money that. Um, Nathan Blacklock actually played quite a bit of football for the Dragons. Tinger. Now, I can't get him into, the the, into this group of teams because I think the other two players are clearly better than him. Um, but he ended up playing uh, two, two seasons and one full season in 98. Um, Did he? Okay. And he scored 19 tries in the wing in 20 games. Yeah, well, I could score a try. I mean, in broken play, he was one of the best, uh, uh, Tinger. And um, good fella too, actually. Really nice bloke. So, one more player uh, we have to bring up, buddy. Go on. The great Chook, Ian Heron. You know, you look at this I went, era. I went to primary school there. <laughs> what can you, you tell know. us about Ian? I know, we, I know it may have come up on the podcast before. Ian Heron, yeah. what can you tell me? Was he the manufacturer of the torpedo pants as well? Was that in the family? No. No. The, 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 the torpedo pants, you know where they came from. They're, they're an NFL thing. Um, I don't know who it was. Probably Brian, Brian Smith. Smith Brian, I Smith. Said. Brian Smith discovered them or, or you know, found out that there weren't so many soft tissue injuries when they had these torpedo pants on. They were the ugliest things ever. They almost came down to your knees. Yep. Uh, they were full of padding. Um yeah, and everyone everyone wore them uh, at St George, or nearly everyone in the St George team in ninety two ninety three wore them. Um, but uh, Chook, mate, Chook, I went to primary school with Chook for two years 
at um, Carlton South Primary School. Mm. Um, yeah, Chook was a Chook. Chook actually played five eight back in the day. But he got he, so he's another player, mate. Started his career in the halves and was shunted yeah. to the wing, where his talents just yeah. weren't appreciated. Why? Because <sighs> he couldn't play five eight. Uh, no, no. Look, um, <laughs> no. He was all right. Hey, no, whoa, whoa, Chook was all right. Um, I'm uh, could kick a wing. goal. He had he, he had a very unique goal kicking style about him. Um, he was one of those blokes. I guess he's a little bit like uh, you know, like Mark Riddell was a cult hero for a while mm. when everyone would everyone would do this when he was about to kick and um, yeah, Chook Heron. Mm. Yep, good good work, Chuck. I don't know where he's at now. I think he ended up last spotted out somewhere in Newcastle working for the Mines, I believe. Okay. Uh, two other. I just totally made that up, but it could be true. <laughs> it sounded good. Two other names: yep. uh, Jason Donnelly, who played in the wing there yes. for a few years, and Kiwi Nick, wasn't he? Jason Donnelly, Nick Zisty, Zisty, yep. Nick Zisty. Yep, yeah, Nick Zisty. We won't mention him. Um, no. <laughs> no, let's move on. Him. All right, let's go to the centres. Let's go to the centres. Let's go to the centres. Uh, there's one standout choice because he was the, what's the word, the rock that the out, the backs were built on there at the Dragons for those years, and that was Marcus yep. Coyne. Yes. Still the scorer of the greatest rugby league try I have ever seen, and it wasn't even for the Dragons. I was, I was there. Mm. Uh, it was a heartbreaker for, for Queensland in, I don't know what year it was. It was probably mid-90s. 94, uh, game one. That's it. Ninety-four. Yep, uh, heartbreaker. But yeah, Mark Coyne. Um, Mark Coyne. Uh, is he, Mark Coyne likes to go to Singapore, doesn't he? Does he? Does he, he like to go? As much to Asian as he liked countries? his right foot step, I believe. Uh, he doesn't eat bats, does he? No. I hope uh, not. Anyway, no. Could play. Mark. Mark. Mark's brother Peter, I mentioned earlier on, uh, played for a couple of years at, mm. uh, at the Dragons as well. Um, yeah, uh, Mark Coyne. They did. They 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 built a team around him. He was a captain, and I mean, they he had a he had a, a few different um, outside back uh, centers as a, as a centering partnership. I think Graham Bradley was one of them. He, he was um, the Penguin. Uh, the other um, one that people forget about is Michael Beatty, who played a lot of football. That's for the it. Dragons. Mick Beatty loved Mick Beatty. Uh, you know, loved to buy certain things like bulletproof vests and and. Um, High caliber guns. Beg your pardon. Was he a cop? No, no, he wasn't. He was arrested um, for buying <laughs> bulletproof vests and other paraphernalia. He'll go into one of our other teams that we're going to be talking about um, in a couple of weeks. Yeah, Mick Beatty. Uh, Hundred ninety odd games at, at centre. Not bad. Uh, Brian mm, Johnson look it comes up on into the consideration again. Um, yep. But I have a player here that people don't really remember played for St George. He was much better known. At Manly, and that's Mick O'Connor. They they Mick signed O'Connor. him yes. from rugby two and years, he, and he got a couple of years. I think he played three or four years at uh, the oh, Dragons. Let me just have a look. Okay. He played four years at the Dragons, and when he was did, part of when that did team. Finchie, when did Finchy stop playing, mate? Robert Finch. Robert Finch. I'm just looking it up. Uh, his last year was 1980. He was a legend by the way, Robert Finch. I'm a big fan. Robert Stone as well. Uh, no. Probably around the same time. 80, 81. Can't see him on the on the list uh, in the centres. Okay, but he played a different position, didn't he? Uh, but I think he's a five eight actually. The other name that uh, needs to get mentioned, yes, uh, in this in this group of players is Steve Rogers. Now he was yeah. considered a shark and all the rest of it, but then he made the ultimate betrayal and he went to he did. St George. 
Injuries curtailed him a little bit, but he played for St. George. It's, I, I still I don't remember him really playing at all, but it's still mm. a weird one when I look it up. It's that he played game in the Red V. It's really strange. He played a grand total of uh, 28 games for the Dragons in 83 and 84, and then he retired and they made the grand final the next year, poor fella. Which, interestingly enough, is probably more games than Kieran Foran's played in the last four seasons. <laughs> Maybe. Um, right? Just a note on Rogers. He ended up playing one more year, sorry, with Cronulla in 85, so he left. That's he, right, he went back. He went back uh, for that year. I can't That's have him in there because I didn't see enough of him, but he would be in the conversation because people do consider Great player. him in that. In honestly, the conversation around the Meningas and, and those kind of players, they, oh, think, yeah. he is, they yeah. think he was that good. So that's the centres mm-hmm. for the St. George Dragons. 5-8 is, is an interesting one because is there just one candidate here? Do you think it's, it's Mundine and then nobody else? Well, in lieu of being able to pick Tony Trudgett, uh, I'd probably say, Why yeah, can't chalk. you pick Tony Trudgett? Well, didn't he finish in 82? Uh, 83 was his last year at the Dragons. But he played oh, a whole bunch of games. Yeah. He would have been a hero of yours, wouldn't he? Tony Trudgett? He's a walk-up walk up start. Um, oh, look, he was a cult hero. He wasn't a hero of mine. But, um, yeah, uh, Chock was, Chock's probably the, you know, he, when did he debut? 95? 93, I Four? think, Mundine. Uh, 93. Played one game in 93, then his first main year was in 94. Okay. Yeah, look, he, he's he's the man, so to speak, without trying to coin a phrase or steal a pun. Um, he's the he's the five eight of, of that era. Uh, he, yeah, I think. Um, there was a few other there was a few others that had a crack, you know, like Peter Coyne and stuff like that. Tony Smith. Look Phil Blake. Tony played Smith, there. that's right. Phil Yes, Phil and Phil Blake Phil Phil Blake was a very good player. Uh, but and 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 uh, little brother Tony, he played there, but uh, you know couldn't attack to save his life. Very good defender. Um, what do you remember about Steve Robinson? I don't recall him. I, I remember. I remember his brother Jeff, who played for Canterbury. Um, no, he did. He, Jeff did play for Canterbury. It wasn't his brother? I don't remember Steve Robinson. I'm sorry. Uh, he played quite a few games there for the Dragons in the halves yeah. in that early yeah, late eighties eighties period. So Mundine yep. gets. Five eighth halfback, mate. I think it's again. It's a, it's it's one standout selection. Unless you decide that Steve Morris played enough games at halfback, because he played nah. two years at halfback um, when he was at the Dragons when you say, in our in our era. Okay, well, when you were about to say there's a standout, and I mean, I, it's funny, you know, because nobody really stands out for me. Okay. If you say Noel Goldthorpe, I'm going to walk out that door. Get up, that door there. Start walking. He is the guy. Fair dinkum. As if he's not the number one option for the Dragons between eighty two and ninety. Really? Yeah. Who was that? Who was that clown that eye gouged someone? What was his name? He got many weeks for eye gouging someone. He played for half five eight. I'd have. I'd sooner have him over the Goldthorpe. Sorry, Noel. You're being harsh on Goldthorpe as far as I'm concerned because he he got the um, the Dragons to two three grand finals, didn't he? Look. I can be harsh because back in those days, you I was probably, yeah, back in those days, I was a little bit closer to the Dragons and I was a little bit more of a fan and uh, they just didn't have enough to get the job done. So, you know. couple but, of Lenane. Uh, sorry, sorry, Steve Lenane. What Lenane, you, Steve yeah. Lenane. What can you tell me That's about Steve Lenane? Well, he liked to eye gouge. 
About, that was him, was it? That was the guy who did it. That's Lenane, yeah. I think he did. I think he got 12 weeks or something. He got some, might have been more. Could have been more. It was longer than 12 weeks, I'd suggest. Uh, I'm sure that you're probably looking it up 987, right now. it was. Yeah, 87. How many weeks did he get? Uh, it just says long suspension. But he only played okay. uh, 12 games that year. He was actually he was actually a really talented player, mate. Well, his rookie uh, year, he scored seventeen tries in twenty six games in eighty five. That was the year they made yeah. the GF. Real, real fast kind of like Zippy, uh, like Phil Blake, that kind of player. Okay. You know that live wire halfback. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, his career will be forever uh, blemished with a uh, an eye gouging incident. Um, look, uh, look, I'm happy to go with Noel. If Noel's your man, I'm happy to go. How much with you him. want to go with Ivan Henjak? No, I'd pass on Ivan. Um, a lot no. of teams ended up oh, doing that, actually. Yeah, Brisbane were one, and the Raiders were another. And yeah, West. no, no, uh, yeah, Noel Goldthorpe. Look, he was he was he was pretty sturdy. You know, like when I say sturdy, he was only about five foot one, but he was he was he was solid. Like as far as he would get the job done for you, he just he just didn't have that next gear. Mm. You know what I mean? My and favorite I memory what... of Goldthorpe's actually the Super League Tri Nations decider in about the hundred ninety ninth minute when he kicked that field goal for New South Wales. That's my favourite memory mm. of the gold Forbster. Uh, lock forward, yep. buddy. I think we're going to be in agreement this time. Oh, well, you're going to say Brad McKay. I'm going to say Brad McKay. Yeah. There's no doubt. I agree. In my mind, yep. he's there. There are Great two player. other players that I think come to mind. Uh, one mm. is Jeff Hardy, who was a, a really yep. loyal surgeon. Uh, uh, what's the word? Servant for both Illawarra did you, did you and... Did you say surgeon? Surgeon. Did you say surgeon? Surgeon. Sergeant. Surgeon. Uh, Jeff Hardy, the surgeon. <laughs> The, sur- the surgeon. Again, Rod Reddy played there, but I don't remember him enough to have him in the conversation. Uh, Graham Wynn, who was a pretty handy footballer. And Wayne Bartram, who was a bi- another big-name signing from the Gold Coast Seagulls. I mean, you just you dragons. You went after those Seagulls. Couldn't yeah, yeah. Well, geez, we were winners. We, we, they, they proved to be great players as well. Did Kevin Campion never play for Saints? He did play for Saints. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not a geez, lot. I liked but... Kevin. I liked Kevin Campion. I... I, I Look, I don't remember him much in a Saints jersey, but I just remember how tough he was. He was, geez, he was a tough bugger. The only other uh, lot before that comes to mind for me is Peter Gill, who I think was yep. who I think went the other way in that trade with the Gold Coast Seagulls. Yeah, I know the name, but I don't remember much about him to be to be fair. So, Brad McKay's a standout, mate. What yep. have we got next? We've, We've got, got second rowers of, uh, now. There is a lot of good rowers. second rowers that have played for the St George Dragons, mate. Um, yep. One is going to be controversial that I have selected. The other, I think, is a slam dunk. And as a result of picking the controversial one, I've pushed the other probably logical second rower into the front row. Can you guess who I'm talking about? Scott Goulet. Scott Goulet is the, the locked in. Like, he's a certainty. I think he's yeah uh, definitely in the second row. Yeah. Who have I moved to the front row then? Wow. Uh, he, no, did, he did I play front row quite a bit for... The Dragons, but he played a lot of back row as well. Oh, Luke Bailey? No. Oh, ended who? up, he's finished A's career in Canberra, ended up at the Roosters. Canberra and the Roosters? No, no. Oh, no, no, no. Go on. No, so finish your thought. No, I just thought of uh, Wayman. No, David Barnhill. Oh, David Barnhill. <laughs> Great footballer. You know, David, David's dad was the, 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 um, CRL the boss of Country Rugby League. Yeah, yeah he was. Uh, and I believe his name was David too. He is. Oh. Graham wins in that conversation. Uh, Wally Fulton-Smith. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I love it. You know, back in the day, the, the double-barrelled surname was quite, uh, a, you know, an anomaly. It was. My children both have double-barrelled surnames now. And a Two young dads. bloke uh, yeah. called Lance Thompson also made his debut and was in that team that went to the grand final in '96. Yep. I can't get him in my so, team. He's not in your team. He's not in my team. So oh. I've moved Barnhill to front row to accommodate this other player, who only made, okay. who only made. A grand total of twenty-four starts in the back in the second row. Right. I don't know. The raging bull, Gordon Tallis. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I, I can't, I, I can't pick Tallis there. I know that he was good, but he went and sat a year out. So I, I'm sorry, but I, I just, you know, and as much as you know, the few times I've met Gordon, he's been really nice. Um, and and what a player, you know, and what a dude to not run into in a dark alley. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I can't, I can't. He, he for me, he was best known at um, at the Broncos. Mm. So still played. I've, four I've got years, to leave him out. But. Four seasons mm. with uh, St George, and he actually yep. had a sixty percent winning record at Saints, which is pretty handy. I I've got to have him on my team. He, I remember him really strongly from that era. He was a okay. tear away. So that pushes Dave Barnhill into yep. the front row, mate. Who have yeah. I got him alongside? Uh, well, you've probably got him aside, alongside Jason Riles. Um, but see, you're, you're, you're going with St. George of the Warra. This is St. George. Mm, mm. Well, unless you've got him next to Captain Courageous, the local detective at Kingsgrove Police. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I do. See, you thought I forgot him, didn't you? Yeah, possibly. Tell people who you're talking about. Craig Young? Yep. Yeah, the captain. What was his nickname? I forget his nickname. Um, What's his nickname? Craig Young. It's gone. It's gone. What's his nickname? Go on, you've got it there. I'm looking. Can't see anything. It's just, it's a first name, but it's not Craig. Anyway. We've really um, got people with history by not remembering that. Robert Stone, who you remember talking about. Uh, also yeah. played 104 games. A uh, couple other names: uh, Paul Osborne before he was famous, played a bunch of games, a bunch of years at uh, Saints. Mm. Tony Priddle, Pat Jarvis. But Priddle. the guy that I was I probably a little bit harsh to miss out um, to moving Barnhill into the front row was Jason Stevens, who I know he ended up playing at Cronulla. But that I think it's the '93 Grand Final is pretty much remembered as if uh, Jason Stevens doesn't get hurt, do the Dragons win that Grand Final? Broken hand. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's why it gets interesting here when I name my um, my glorious combined team mm. of both uh, St George and Illawarra all the way through to twenty nineteen from eighty two to twenty nineteen. So, yeah. Okay. Um, you've let, there's a few notable exceptions there. I mean, I, but there's also a few that I'd forgotten about. So you know, it should be interesting here. Couple more. Them. Troy Stone, Luke Felch, the Felcher. Uh, yes. Yep, and there's one more that for some reason I can't see. Tony Hearn played for you, yeah, played twelve games at the front row. Yeah, guy he's a Queenslander, always... so we kind of we kind of forget him. <laughs> He'd back into the defensive line. I'd love that that option, mm. and of course Corey mm. Pearson. So uh, that's the Dragons team. I'll go through it. Oh, sorry, we haven't done Hooker. We haven't done Hooker. Oh, how can we not have done Hooker? Well, there's only one. Wayne Stevie Collins. Um... <laughs> No, it's Nathan Brown. Yeah, Nathan no. Brown is the, the... No, what? Oh, no. You... I, had Chris, I had Chris Guider. <laughs> no, I didn't. Isn't that a growth that comes out of your neck or something? Right. 
Nathan Brown. That's a goiter. Um, yeah. <laughs> but Nathan Brown, yeah, he is the the number one selection there. Now, interestingly enough, uh, people sometimes think of Steve Edge, but that was before the '82 period. He was when he was uh, successful at Saints. Uh, that's pretty much an obvious uh, selection is Nathan Brown. Wayne Collins was, though, the hooker for those 92 and 93 grand finals. Mm. Uh, very, very handy player. So that gives us a Dragons team of Potter, Walford, Coyne, O'Connor, Slippery Morris, Mundine, Goldthorpe, Young, Brown, Barnhill, Tallis, Goulet, and Brad Mackay. It's a fair team. It's a fair, it's a fair rugby league team. And after the break, everyone, we will come back and we'll get to Coxsmith's super team that he has decided to get the supercharged source out, put the teams together, add in another 20 years of, of history, completely stuff up every list that I'd written down, and uh, we'll come up with our best team from the combined of everything, Dragons, Steelers, plus the Lutz and Georgia Loro Dragons, up from 82 to 19 here on Not The Footy Show. Not The Footy Show. What was his nickname? Look it up. I'll look it up. Hang on. Craig Young. It's something like... The cat, su- Sergeant uh, or Craig, wasn't it? The Sergeant or nah, something? No, 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 no. It's like something like Barney or something like... He had, he had a, like a one-name a one nickname. Albert. Albert. That's him. As in Fat Albert. Maybe. You tell him. <laughs> no. He's looked really, really angry, Craig Young. On a party that had been 31 years in the making. The streets were awash with red and white as the St George faithful shared their joy in a tidal wave of celebration. The breakfast of champions. Hangover food. <laughs> Celebrating the dragons. the dragons. Come on! Go the Ironically, it was chicken schnitzel. They're a little hoarse. First of many to come on cut. But today, one thing was still loud and clear. In those red and white hearts, there was never any doubt. We are the premiers! With every try, 31 years of disappointment began washing away at Cogra. This is better than childbirth! I can't believe it. 30 years waiting. In the East, the evolution of emotions began. Pain. The tears are flowing. Pride. To us, they're still champs anyway. And then anger. I mean, referee, he was a disgrace. I mean, really, he should be safe. There was no sympathy here. Take on that, the Roosters! The Roosters are the Chokers! Far out! 60,000 faithful fans rushing home for the crowning of rugby league royalty. King Benny of Cogra. It's very humbling. Um, but... That it means, it reminds you what, what rugby league means to them and what, and what their club colours and their club means to them. Are you the best coach in the world? <laughs> uh, that's not my call. Oh, don't be modest. <laughs> I'm just part of a team here. A man of few words, but could this be a smile on the face of the steely super coach? Ros Kelly, Nine News. Okay, it's not the footy show, episode 205. We are doing the best of uh, the Laura Steelers, which we've done the St. George Dragons, which we've done. It's time for Cocksmith's favourite part of the show, which is where mm. he puts it all in the pot and spits out a team of 19, he reckons, uh, St. George Laura Dragons, uh, <laughs> combining from 82 all the way to effectively this season, 2020. Now, we started with fullback and we went forwards. Do you want to do the reverse? 
Hey, I'm 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 all about mixing it up, brother. If you okay. want to go to my extended bench, or do you want to just go from thirteen and then we'll name the we'll go, uh, we'll go from after. locks forward through to hooker, okay. then we'll go half back to fullback. Okay, just yep. for something different because that's the way we Why not? we roll. Let's mix it up. Yeah, yep. not the footy so show. Thirteen, number thirteen, number thirteen. It is tough because there are some pretty handy footballers that have run out, particularly in the last twenty years, mate. Uh, I can give you some names, but I want you to tell me where you're sitting right now. Okay, look, you can give me some names, but it's not going to change my mind on this guy. I mean, you, you, you tossed a, name, a few names before, like Wayne Bartram and Kevin Campion, and we've had... Uh, we've Jeff Hardy, um, Ian Russell, John Cross. Yeah, yes, and and also more recently, you know, you've got Merrin. Um, DeBellin, you know, fair, Timmons. Fair player, DeBellin, Dean Young. Sean Timmons. Dean Young, yes. I thought I think he played his best games as a hooker, to be honest with you. Dean Young, I liked him in there. But but anyway, look, I've I've gone with Brad Mackay. Yep. I don't think I, I I don't think anyone can keep up with Brad Mackay in those those circles. I mean, he's a bloke that played both for Australia and and for New South Wales in that position, um, and did a pretty good job of it, uh, and um, never gave up. And and he, he's my he's my thirteen of since nineteen eighty two. The biggest rap I give on Brad Mackay is that as a New South Wales fan, in those times when Brad Clyde was injured, they would plug in Brad Mackay, and in, at Origin level, we wouldn't miss a trick. He was he was really yeah, he could still ball play. He was he was yep. the ultimate sort of Mister Fix It for a guy that was as great as Clyde. He'd come in and you'd end up with a pretty good option, and that's what stands out for me is Mackay mm. is just his ability just to be there all, everywhere. And for the Dragons, yep. he obviously played a, a whole bunch of. Um, big games for him. So I'm with you. He is he is the lock forward for the St George Laura Dragons from 82 it's, to 95. It seems it seems to me it seems to me that he he probably played better with New South Wales than he did with St George. I say that I say that with a little grin because people remember those Origin games more than they remember Round 13 of 19 you know 94 or whatever. But um, or 19 2004 whenever he last played. I don't know. But he he was he was uh, he was a great player. He was um, you know. Uh, at every level, he was a great player. And a damn good fireman too, they tell me. Oh, really? Well, there you go. Apparently. He ended up playing 17 Origins for New South Wales and uh, 12 go. test matches for Australia. He's a very worthy a selection stint. in the number 13. Let's go to the yeah. second row, buddy. Uh, okay. Which, well, look, I've, yeah. I've, got a, I've got a couple here that we've spoken about before. Um, and, and they're going to be a little bit controversial because I know that We've both kind of decided on players that have spent the best years of their their game, so they should have played their best games with St George. Mm. Um, uh, and one did, the other one didn't. Um, but I just like him. So, but there's been lots of players. You know, if we go through, if we go through, like you just said before, you, you mentioned John Cross, uh, Neil Piccinelli. Um, you know, there's there's been a, a bunch of fellas that have played. Bob Linder. You know, yep. um, but never did play his best games. But I'm going to break the rule. I'm, I've named Craig, Craig Fitzgibbon in my twelve because he's a goal kicking uh, back rower, and I just like the way he played. And, and let's be honest, he's he's uh, li- lineage here with his dad Alan being the coach of. Um, I think Alan might have played with uh, with um, Illawarra as well. Craig Fitzgibbon's my number twelve, but um, thirty-five games. You can talk for, me out of it for those teams. Um, so he played yep. enough games to be in that conversation. I 
think he played his best footy by far for East. And I think there are other players that are currently in that conversation for the Dragons, St. George Laura Dragons, that are just, they, they've given more and they've probably mm. been more successful when they were at, at Saints. Yeah. I've got to have Scott Goulet yeah. in there. I think he is in that, he is just, he was a great footballer and he, and he was mm. actually a threat. That, but the Dragons... You're so big. Yeah. You're so big. He was their, he was their main threat, I thought, in their team. Uh, to create on that left edge and the big arm, and so he's in yeah. that. He's in the side. The other options from the more recent days is the Ben Craze of the world, the Bo Scotts, uh, Lance Thompson. We we talked about him before. Well, look, I, I'll, I'll admit I've got Lance in number eleven. Yeah, okay. Um, so I've got Lance and Craig Fitzgibbon um, for two pretty different reasons, but. Um, uh, I think I honestly think that out of St George and Illawarra combined in St George Illawarra, Lance Lance and Craig Fitzgibbon are my my standouts. Don't get me wrong; we'll get to Scott Goulet, mm. um, you know, and there's a there's a few others as well. You know, you mentioned Tony Priddle before, who who played both second row and front row. Yep. Um, I don't have him on my extended bench, but I do have his name crossed out here. Not you know, he he was in the top twenty. Um, but yeah, I, I believe I believe Thompson. Um, just given you know his many years of loyal service, given that he copped a slap in the face from Nathan Brown, it surely gets him in the team. I mean, you know, no, wasn't there's that, others in wasn't that. that little... Was Baz got now? Baz got slapped. Thompson was in the in the shot though. Oh, that's right. But yeah, because Lance did was quoted as saying, "If he had have hit me in the face, I would have dropped him on the sideline," uh, which would have been interesting. Yeah, just screams respect, been... doesn't it? Um, <laughs> but they, okay, look. So we're going to have to agree to disagree on that, mate. So um, you've gone with Thompson and Fitzgibbon, and Fitzgibbon in the back row. I've yeah. gone with the same one I had for the Dragons, which is Goulet and Talis. Okay, are you going to stick with Talis? I'm going to stick with Talis. I'm going to stick strong. I'm picking. Okay. Yeah, as, as I think where Talis elevates is more that the other guys were all really, really good, but Talis yeah. was in that great category even then. I thought. Sure. Um, okay. And obviously, there's no room for a guy called Neil Pincinelli. He was pretty handy as well. We go to the yep. front row. There is a lot of. I'm just going to read these. This list of front rowers that deserve consideration for this sure. position. Uh, Darren Fritz, Jason Stevens, Craig Young, Tony Priddle, Luke Bailey, Jason Riles, uh, James Graham, Matt Pryor, Michael Wayman, Paul Vaughan, and David Barnhill, yep. who I'm pushing. Don't forget Barney. I'm pushing back up into that slot. Now, I didn't mention for old Tyson Frizzell even in the second row conversation, but now he's signed with, with Newcastle. No one wants to talk about him. He's not a dragon anymore, mate. Didn't I pick that that little uh, that fresh release from the, the Knights as being not happy, didn't I? Hmm. Yes. Anyway, conversation for another day. Right now, you've got I've got Barnhill pushing up into the front row. I still think he is that good. Wow. You are a diehard Barnhill fan. Oh, Barney. I love Barney. But mm. there are so many other great options that have come through. Yeah. And this is what we talked about earlier in regards to the Illawarra juniors who ended up being Dragons. Riles and Bailey were both Illawarra kids. Yep. Um, they could have been a decent group to um, build around uh, as the Steelers. Does, mm. are, are they the two standouts for, your, for yours? For, for your, yeah. In your opinion, are they the two standouts out of that sort of more recent crop? Yeah, look, I've got... Um... I'll, I'll tell you who I've chosen. Yep. I, I like firepower in the front row. I'm, I'm a big fan of, 
intimidators. Um, so I've got Albert, Craig Young, yep. and uh, Jason Riles in the front row. Yep. Um, and and look, I may as well say it. I've got Nathan Brown as hooker. Yep. Um, Nathan Brown's a standout hooker in those twenty odd years, and, and even even at the you know like. I don't think that there's been anyone that's come along. You know, you've had Nathan Friend that, that played very well, but not for a lot of years. Um, you had Soward who 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 played at hooker. Nathan Fien, um, you Sorry, Nathan Fien, not Nathan Fien. Nathan, Nathan, Nathan Friend well. Yes. Um, Nathan Fien, sorry, who came in and played. I think he played in the grand final, didn't he? Dean Young, who, who's another uh, great hooker, uh, back rower. Mark um, Riddell. But I've... I've Mark Riddell, yeah. I mean, how could you forget Piggy? And then Cam uh, but I've gone, more recently. But I've gone with Nathan Brown, yep. um, and uh, you know, and obviously propped up with Craig Young and, and Jason Riles. Um, now, I've I've done that because, and I'll tell you why later when we get to the bench, because I I, I think I've, I've picked a team that my first seventeen and a couple of shadow players are um, will comp- complement. Um, who I've got in the starting side, uh, but yeah, that, that's in my mind, you know. And Craig Craig Young just sneaks in, remember, because I think he might have debuted in about seventy five. Yeah, he, he was definitely um, he was there for the grand final eighty five, and that's still yeah. four years in the year or so. That's but, right. So yeah. so he, he he slides in, but I think his best football might have been a little earlier. Mm-hmm. But he was consistent. He played good football, you know, for a bloke that had a full time job as a as a as a bloody detective in the St. George area um, with the police force. Uh, very, very good player. So that's who I've gone with, mate. So that, that would, you know, just to reiterate on that, um, we've, we disagree on the back row and we may even disagree on the front row for the moment. Only one, I'll tell you who my forward, starting forward pack yep. are from the, from the lock, Brad Mackay, Craig Fitzgibbon, uh, Lance Thompson, Jason Riles at the front row, Craig Young, the other prop, and Nathan Brown as a hooker. Yeah, it's very good. Mine's slightly different. I've basically stuck with Young, Brown, and Barnhill mm. to go with Goulet, Talis, and then Mackay. So okay. it is pretty much yep. the Dragons. There's no there's no room for a Steeler in my uh, an original Steeler in my uh, pack. Brad Mackay. Well, he only played a few games. I remember him. Was, yeah, was, I remember him more as a more as a Dragon. Um, okay. But yeah, fair point. Uh, so I've got Goulet, and you've and Talis, Mackay, Barnhill, Brown, and Young. So, mm. and I've got Riles on my bench. Just to be clear, uh, I thought he'd give more. Impact. Oh, you, you, know, you want to go and name benches? We can. Now, we'll get to the. We'll, we'll get to the bench. We'll get to the bench. We'll get to the bench. You're let's, the one that let the cat out of the bag. Let's go to halfback. <laughs> this is yep. interesting because I know yep. you want to pick Ben Hunt. I understand that. I know you want to pick Ben Hornby. I understand that too. You want to pick Matt Head. I get it. I get it. You definitely don't want to pick Noel Goldthorpe. But John Simon is my pick at halfback in the greatest combined my team. John Simon's my pick too. Yeah. Look, I remember him as an Illawarra player, um, you know, and he was very, very good halfback. And I think he was just at a time, you know, when when Alan Langer and, and Ricky Stewart were doing the business, John Simon just couldn't get into rep teams. I mean, he did slide into one origin rep team, uh, um, but I do remember him playing in um, – uh, country, uh, I think New South Wales country. Um, John, John Simon was a very, very good football player and um, just unlucky that he was surrounded by other very good football players in the same position as him. So, yeah, I've got John Simon in the seven, mate. Yep, so do and, I. And, 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 look, I may as well tell you, I've got Barrett in the six. So Barrett and Simon are my six and seven. 
I've gone no Barrett. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. What have you done? I reckon you might have done uh, the POM. No, no, no. no the other options are the five eight, Gareth Widdop, Benji Marshall, uh, Sweet and Soured, who kicked his way to a premiership, and good luck to him. That's that's the role that he got asked to play, and he helped them get there. But I'm going with Mundine. You went with Chalk? I went with Mundine. I just... Yeah. I love the idea of having John Simon and Mundine in the halves. Really? I just okay. think they offer second phase, quick quickness, um, hunting around, not the classic ball players that sometimes we think of. Uh, and yeah. for mine, I just, I'm being harsh, but Baz never got his team to a, a big game. Yeah, well, I think you are being a little bit harsh. Uh, I think that he was hampered by um, time and and place um, quite a lot. But hey, uh, mate, I, I'm I'm a chalk fan too. I, I I like I like what Mundine did. I may not like everything that he says. Uh, met him and worked with him quite a number of times actually, and um, good bloke. I mean, and and look, everyone says that. Uh, that's a common theme that mm. you know people people hate him when they see what he says or, or hear what he says and see what he's doing on TV. But um, really good bloke in person. Um, uh, really, you know, he actually he actually came to our engagement party. Believe it or not. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, no, good fellow, good fellow, Chuck. But I, I I just have to go with for mine with Barrett and John Simon. But I'm I'm happy I'm happy either way on that one. I think they they John Simon would worth work with either. To be fair to Barrett, I did miss the fact that he did play halfback in that 99 grand final. Uh, but then again, I always thought he was the accessory in that little period. He was more of the running player rather than the, the dominant playmaker. Yeah. Uh, it was Mundine's yeah. team. Uh, but yeah, he's, I'm being harsh on him, but I just think Mundine was more impactful. That's just, that's just okay. how I view it. Uh, going into the centers, mate, uh, this is where some very good players will not even, they'll barely get it. Yeah, this is hard. This uh, is hard, mate, because w- with all the aforementioned ones we had before, with Rod, Will, and Mary, and uh, Coin, you know, the, the, Coin, Rogers, uh, look, O'Connor. Oh yeah, yeah. Brunker. Um, there's, there's two, there's two that have stuck out for me, and one we had in in the St George side, which was Mark Coin. Yep. Uh, so I went with Mark Coin, and I I went with. <clears throat> I went with the horny human, Mark Gaznia. Yep. Um, because Gaz on his day could do anything. Uh, yeah. He was a very, very good footballer. Unfortunately, player. he went to unfortunately he went to France, and he never was quite the same when he came back. No, he, he he had he had moments where you thought, oh, you know, Gaz is back, and then it just didn't figure. That, I don't know. That edge, the, I think. Yeah, just, it just yeah. wasn't there when he came back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I, but I've gone with with Gaz and and Mark Coyne, um, which means who did you go with? Which means there's no room for Matt Cooper. Well, there Josh is. Morris. Uh, there's room for Matt Cooper, and I've got him in the number two jersey because he Ooh, played a lot of wing. You've moved him onto the wing. <laughs> well, he played a lot of wing. Uh, if you remember correctly, he played a lot of wing. Um, and I think he was probably a better center than he was a wing, but I can't get him pushing Mark Coyne or, or Gaz out. Okay. I um, don't have Cooper in my team. Yeah. 
I haven't got corn in my team. Well, I've got Miriam McGregor go. and Gaznia. That's my combo. Yeah, look, yeah, look. That's a that's a uh, definitely a um, a reasonable argument or a reasonable choice, mate. Um, I guess it's just uh, uh, you've gone for two very big centers. I've um, gone for centers not- that can set their wingers up. That's that's a big mm. thing that I've gone for, especially given that I've got more running five eights and halves. Mm. Mm. I'm thinking about the, the sort of makeup of my team and how it plays. I mean, if I, when we get to the wingers, obviously in a sec, but I want yeah. I'm gonna get I'm gonna have try scorers on the end of both sides. So that's what I want in, in the way that my team sort of gets set up. We've been harsh yeah. on Josh Morris to a degree, but he ended up playing a oh. lot of football at the Bulldogs. Uh, yeah, so, look. I- I, I do have him as a notable exclusion. Uh, I, I have him as a, you know, a, a definitely a, someone to talk nicely about. He, he, he did uh, both him, both, uh, you know, Josh and Brett both played very, very good football with St. George. Um, but they just, I mean, they just don't get into my, into my all-star team from 82 onwards, um, unfortunately. Yep. Um, and look, a little bit like you, I, I you know, the, the wingers that I went with. So, so let's clear it up. You've gone with Gaz and Mary. Gaz and Mary. And I've gone with Mark Coyne and Gaz. Yep. And then on one wing, I've got Matt Cooper. You've gone Cooper to the wing. Wow. Yep. Yep. And on the other wing, I've got Wishart. So that means, everybody, that Cocksmith has thrown out of the bathwater... Alan McIndoe, Nathan Blacklock, Ian Heron, Slippery Morris, Jamie Ainsco, <laughs> the cough drop, uh, Brett Morris, Jason Nightingale, and Amos Roberts. They're all gone. Yeah, they're gone, mate. They can't they can't knock off Matt Cooper or Wishart. I mean, seriously, I wish I could have three centers and I'd have Matt Cooper in there as well. But um, I do think that that Coin and Gaz were slightly just slightly better. And because Coin and Gaz didn't spend any time on the wing. I, I really well, I think Gaz might have started a couple of games Gaz on the wing very, very early on. According to this. Yep. Um, how many games did Matt Cooper play on the wing, mate? Uh, 20 something, 21. Yeah. Interesting that you I mentioned was... that. Josh Morris played more games on the wing for the Dragons than he did centers. Okay. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Because Brett played a lot of fullback, didn't he? Yes. Uh, Brett ended up playing 141 play. games uh, on the wing, but he also played, let me just tell you, give me two seconds, people. Uh, he also played 49, oh, not not just for the Dragons, but he played a lot of games at fullback. Yeah. Um, yeah, so look, we, we, we're agreeing to disagree on, on one of those as well. Um, well, see, I, I find it hard to leave out Brett Morris more so than I do uh, yeah. leaving out Matt Cooper. But my no. other winger, so I've got, I've got Wishart with you. I just think you've got to have... You've got to respect what yep. he did at, at rep level as well. Uh, and he was sure, one of yeah. the best players for a team that only had one good year. I've got yep. Blacklock on the other wing. Wow. Okay. And, and the reason Look, I've got Blacklock is great player. what I was talking about before in regards to natural finisher on outside of either Gaznia or McGregor. That's why yep. I've gone with, with Blacklock. It was hard to mm-hmm. leave out a lot of really good players. I mean, Nightingale had an amazing career for the Dragons. Morris, as I said, um, Slippery Morris. And even Jamie Ainsco had a pretty good, good little run there for the Dragons, all things considered, except to when he coat-hanged for Craig Smith. But that is... I, I couldn't move Cooper. I didn't think about it. 
to be fair, but I, I still mm. would go with Blacklock and Wishart. So I'd go Wishart, Gaznia, yeah. Gregor, Blacklock. You've gone Cooper, Coin, Gaznia, and Wishart, which leads us to the last That's position it. That's sitting there, mate. Before we get to our bench, oh, true, true, true. yeah. Look, mate, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not pulling any surprises here. I've gone with Mick Potter. You have. I went with Mick Potter. Wow. Yeah, I, I think, I think Mick Potter. You know, if you can name a better one, and then I'll pick him. But I think, I think Mick Potter in his day, um, given that he didn't play in the land of the giants like they are now, mm-hmm. um, I still think he, did, you know, he did a good enough job to get into my team of the last. 40 years, 39 years. Now, I'm not picking Josh Dugan, kids, so be okay with that. I can't pick Toot Toot Hornby. I can't pick Amos Roberts. I can't pick Luke Patton. Who are you picking? It's Darius Boyd. He is, he is the reason you won the Premiership in 2010. As far as I'm concerned, he added that level of class that you didn't have, and he is the best fullback I've seen play for the St. George and or Illawarra Dragons uh, since 82 by a... A fair distance, and I liked Mick Potter, but Darius Boyd just made that team tick. Okay, let's move on to our bench. Um, uh, love it. I'll t- I'll, I'll, I'm bench? not going to. I'm not. I'm not going to justify um, anything. I'm just going to tell you who my bench players yep. are: 14, 15, 16, and seventeen. And then I've got an extended, a couple of shadow players. Fourteen, I've gone Sean Timmins. Yep, he can cover anywhere. He can play in the halves. He can play in the back row. He can play centre. You could play a winger if you need him to. Uh, the, the next three are forwards, and I've gone with Craig Smith. Yep. Scott Goulet. Yep. And Jay Stevens. Yeah, it's handy. Now, I mean, obviously the reason why I went with those guys, uh, firepower. Um, but Goulet brings something <clears throat> extra. Uh, you know, like, I mean, Lance and Craig Fitzgibbon are pretty much 80-minute players. Yeah. But see what you're doing that. Uh, yeah, but you can see uh, with with Smith and and Stevens. Yeah. Anyway, I wasn't going to justify it, but that's what I did. And then I've got a couple of a couple of noteworthy players. But yep. let's hear your bench first, mate. Okay, my bench is Jason put... Riles, Luke Bailey, Lance yep. Thompson, Sean Timmons. Good bench. So really good bench. I don't yep. have a hooker who can directly cover, but I'm sure I could manufacture Timmons. one out of a Brad Mackay or a um, Mundine if he had to. Uh, well, what I think you would do, mate, depending on if anyone got injured, I think you could go Timmons to six and and John Simon to to hooker. Yeah. Um, but look, there's a, there's a few players that I wanted to mention. We've already mentioned their names, but I mean, as my two shadow players, I've got Rod Reddy, and I've got Ryan Girdler. Wow, you love Girds. Is it a man crush situation? I do like, What's the deal? No, no, it's not a man crush. I just loved him as a player, mate. He's probably, in my opinion. Uh, one of the best centres that, that I've seen running around. Um, and the only reason he gets into this particular team is because he did play with Illawarra at one stage. Um, so he's kind of scraping in because, let's be honest, like you say, he only played 14 games, I think it was. Um, Rod Reddy was just a, a scary hard man. Um, yep. You know, maybe not enough to scare Robbie Farah, but uh, back in his day, he was, he was one of those firebrand uh, back rowers that, uh, you know, Knew how to scare people. Um, the other names that I've got, I've got three other names just written for no, no, for noteworthiness. I've got Rodwell, Brett Rodwell, yep. great centre, and I've got um, Spaghetti and Carbonara, the the, uh, the Italian the Italian twins, um, Schifolidi, yep. uh, really really good hooker, mate. I I, I actually contemplated long and hard um, about him and Nathan Brown, 
he didn't reach the heights of Nathan Brown, but Jizzy was a consistent player. And Piccinelli was um, just a workhorse back rower. So that's my ex- my, my extended that's bench. That's a pretty so good side, to, mate. If you had to pick two shadow players, though, who would you go with? Well, I mean, I've, I've been down. harsh on Trent Barrett to miss him, leave him out at this stage, but mm. I'll probably do it mm. again. Uh, Brett Morris, because <laughs> he can play every yeah. every position in that back yeah. line. And i got to pick Jeff Hardy. He was he was the utility man before there were utility men. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, he can play Jeff hooker, Hardy was, he can play yeah. halfback, he can play second row, centre, 5'8", mm. front row if you need him. I think to. you're reaching a little bit with halfback, but I, I, I do agree that he could probably hang play 5'8". Hang up. on, now, now you say that. You say that. Let me just do a little bit of research while you just fill for us, mate. Just fill You've for already us. done the research, mate, okay? We know what you use to research. Rugby League Project. Go on. How many games did he play at halfback? Jeff Two? Hardy. Let me let me bring it up. Mm. Oh, I didn't play any at halfback. It's pure one. <laughs> he played Boom. 38 games at centre, 22 at 5'8", 3 in the front row, 13 in hooker, 36 in the second row, uh, 49 at lock. And, but he played 85 games off the bench. So I reckon at least at one stage yeah. he would have played um, halfback. Did he have a brother that played there? No, I don't think he so. He didn't, did he? I'm thinking of Paul Stevens, Jason's brother, aren't I? That's who I'm thinking of. He was yes. a back rower. Yeah, yep. Paul Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. So there you well, go. Well, there Keith. it is, mate. <laughs> mate, we've, yeah. we've probably could tighten it up, I'll be honest with you, everybody. And we've got through this first one as a bit of a test case. But hopefully you enjoyed this little walk down memory lane. We're not going to go into... You know, this, the season by season of all the clubs, that's something for another time, I'm sure. But hopefully you enjoy where we got to. So we gave an Illawarra Steelers team, a St. George Dragons team, and a St. George Illawarra plus Steelers and Dragons combined team from yeah. 82 onwards. Yeah. The only players, and this is just interesting for people to note, that we were unanimous with, okay? Rod Wishart, Mark Gaznia, uh, John Simon, Craig Young, Nathan Brown, and Brad Mackay. Brad Mackay. In terms Plus of our starting bench, teams, we... that's our only... Yeah. So we had uh, six players that we thought... Yeah. We both, we both had Timmons on the bench, so... And Ryle, I thought, uh, yeah, Ryles and Thompson, uh, and yeah. Goulet was the other one. Yeah, so I had those three as well, but I had them switched around. But you're right, uh, there was only five or six in the starting okay. team um, from, from the combined team. So out of that, people, uh, just, if you want to give us what your team would be, we'd love to hear it, and we will reference absolutely. it on future podcasts. So you can get us. I think the best place to do it is probably Facebook, facebook.com slash podcast. Just post it on the episode uh, uh, that we post. Uh, I'll probably try and do a graphic up for you for our two teams. So you can have a look there. Who should we do next is the big question. Uh, Titans. No, let's not do the Titans. The Giants, why don't we, why don't we... Seagulls, Chargers, Titans. <laughs> yeah, Chargers. Why don't we do, um, I don't know, why don't we do, uh, why don't we, I was going to say West, but let's not do, we, think, if we do West, then we've got to go through the same thing. So something like North, I think is a, North is an option. You want to go North? North, I think could be an option. I mean, I'm North's... local. We could, we could do it at North yeah. Sydney Oval. No, we can't, we can't leave the house. Um, no, COVID-19. Uh, but, What's the plan? I think we go back to... The reason we did these teams now is that they've got a bit of history that sort of got cut off when the competition uh, came in the NRL. So what we're looking at is more teams that have disappeared first before we get into the, like the super teams of Canberra and Brisbane and 
and the like. So if we if we do Norths, can we can we possibly do like we just did with Saints? Can we do a Norths and Northern Eagles? Well, would the Northern Eagles team go into this is a good question. Would that team go into the the Manly conversation? Well, maybe was, they do, and then we and then we pick a best of those, you know, which from, is what, from there. Which is the saddest thing because that's what should have happened at Norths. Well, Northern Eagles in. Um, what was it? What was their first year? 2000, 2000 was their first year. 2000, yeah. Everyone forgets yep. that Manly absolutely rorted North Sydney in that oh, yeah. little arrangement. Um, oh, yeah. Which yeah. actually it's interesting you say that because you sent me a message this week that we will not get into now because we don't want to waste gold for future What episodes. was it? What's it was it alluding to? You asked me which four teams, if you had to get rid of four teams. Oh, yeah. Would you we'll get talk about this too. Out of the NRL uh, when the seasons come back, when they come back, if they come I, back. I think I think we talk about that in a couple of weeks. I think so. Um, I've got a feeling. I've got a feeling. Given what I've watched on TV this week, um, and and we should have been playing round three this weekend um, of the twenty twenty comp, but it's obviously been suspended for the moment. I've got a feeling that we're going to be off for six to ten weeks. Six to ten weeks is what we're going to be off for. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I hope it comes back sooner. But we're going to have quite a few of these podcasts. And I reckon in a couple of weeks, mate, we talk about the four teams who should go if they do cull four well, teams. Well, it's interesting you say that because if we come back in that time frame, no team's going anywhere. Only chance, then they get to stay. Only chance yep. of any teams getting um, kicked out is if we don't come back this year. That's the yeah, way. Yeah, that's it. right. That's right. But let's, let's, play, let's play hypotheticals in a couple of weeks. And, and if there's anyone out there listening who wants to give us their input, no don't answer. just name a team, though. Don't just name a team, right? Don't just say Cronulla. You've got to say Cronulla and why. Yep. All right? You've got, you've got to say why. And you, you can't can, just you say, can say, though, Cronulla because they're the Sharks. You, you're, that's, that's fine. That's a good reason. <laughs> Yeah, but but let's let's try and you know let's try and keep the conversation cerebral and give us some reasons. <clears throat> you can't just say the Broncos because they beat Saints in two grand so finals. If, if we if this podcast is anything, it is cerebral. You know that's absolutely spell it. Hey, I, I, there'll be two clubs. There'll be two or three clubs. Yes, <laughs> it's got a silent Z at the start. There's a few clubs that will not go. So I mean, don't even try and pick the Broncos. Uh, Melbourne probably won't go. Um, they're, they're too rich. Yeah, so I think they're, Newtown they're, are safe. Um, Newtown are very safe, as are uh, Dremoyne. Glebe, safe. I mean, the Dirty Reds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but let's be let, honestly. Out of the sixteen teams that are playing, not at the moment, but that started this season, four clubs. Yeah. If four had to go, who are they? Give us some, give us some fodder to go into next time we actually talk more recent rugby league. Look, that's been episode two hundred five. I was going to say, how's the conversation going on on the MCO Cup chat group at the moment? No idea. No, Not much happening. I'm too busy. Are listening? Too busy. Are the boys still listening? Fall on the roof. Anyway, right. um, that's been episode 205. I've been Warwick Nicholson. That's been Rob Cox. You are watching us on YouTube. You're listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, and somewhere else. You can get it all on wdnicholson.com. Please let us know if you're enjoying what we're doing because we enjoy it. But occasionally, oh, we, had, we actually had a viewer question this week. Did we? Kim can, Jobson can we on, quickly on get to it? Or I think we've got one minute. Go for it. Kim Jobson on, on Twitter. He, uh, he said... Um, basically, along the lines of, did you think the why did you think the captain's challenge came in, mate? And you, uh, that's right. You gave an answer which was interesting. Well, my answer, my answer was uh, vague. I, I don't convincing. exactly know. I, I actually don't know exactly why it was brought in, but I get the feeling that it was brought in so that when 
when coaches bitch moan and complain at the end of the year that you know the bunkers are ripping them off, now the NRL can say to them, "Hey, you've got a captain's challenge. You cho- chose to use it too early, or you chose to blow it, or you chose to waste time with yours." Um, or they can go and say, "Look, yep, yeah, you picked us up on a couple of mistakes here, but you only get one challenge." So I think it's just a little bit of possibly a little bit of window dressing. Your thoughts? Well, I'm going to echo what Kim said here more in that I thought what he said was really interesting to you. You said, I've got no idea why they brought it in, like the concept, not keen on the execution. He said, even if they got two challenges per team, they likely get two wrong based on the two rounds of examples that we've had. And to me, this undermines the ref's decision-making skills. Then he sort of lost everybody where he said, I like the bunker too. Its purpose is to get more decisions correct and it is achieving that. It makes the game better. Mm. <sighs> Yeah, look, it's yeah, not no, an unreasonable I, viewpoint, and it's yeah, probably no, true. I, I, we probably are getting I, I more decisions in, right. I think in a perfect world, we should be able to trust the bunker to get it right. The problem is, is that the guys on the field that may have, for want of a better term, may have stuffed something up, their mates in the bunker aren't going to hang them out to dry too hard. So until we can send a second bunker or set up a second bunker in Phil Gould's house, we're not going to get the other ones all that correct. So yeah, I think not, Gus needs a bunker in his house. You're not following something. Gus. You're missing out. Um, he's oh, yeah, he's doing some good stuff. He's most, most evenings. Uh, he's bored. Oh, he's, he's bored <laughs> out of his mind, poor Gus. Anyway, that's been episode 205. Rob Cox, Warwick Nicholson. Thanks for your company, everybody. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if you can be bothered because we've been bothered doing this for you. You can watch it on YouTube. You're watching it on YouTube now. And it's, it's delightful. That, that Arctic backdrop just keeps getting better and better and better. I think I'm getting a mm. sunburn just from the fact that you're mm. so bright. And mate, mm. the future's so bright for this show, we've got to wear shades. I'll speak to you next time, Cocksmith, and we'll see you again, yes. people, probably sometime this week for episode 206. But in the meantime, enjoy your league, league lovers. There you go, Dave. Look after you. Good on you, mate. Talk to you soon. I'm going to just go put some pants back on because it's a bit cold in here now. Okay. Perhaps there. Pepsi.